I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck has foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. All wings report in. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. Nothing amazing about it. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Nerd alert! Hello there, it's Obi John Kenobi, your favorite host in all of podcasting, and welcome to an all new Nerd Alert. Uh, we've got a fun show for you today. We are going to get you all set, all caught up and ready to go uh, for your summer movie calendar. So grab a pen and paper or your phone or whatever and get ready because after this episode, you can't ever say, oh, I didn't know that was coming out. We just told you. We're about to tell you. But the we that's about to tell you, let me introduce the rest of my Motley crew. First of all, my right-hand man, the man who keeps the nerd in the top nerdy TV network, the host of House Rules, by far the coolest show on this entire network. If you're not listening to that, why are you even on here? We only exist to, to plug that show. That's what we're here for. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Commander Scott. So first of all, I appreciate the plug. However, House Rules is not the coolest show on this network. That would be Superhero Deep Dive, sir. Superhero uh, Deep Dive is a great show. It is a great show. Um, uh, helmed by uh, uh, Jason. I don't. I. I don't know what he if he uses his last name on the show, so I'm not going to say it here. But anyway, um, have you ever heard of the Tiffany problem? Uh, yeah, chicks give you problems, so they give them Tiffany's? No. No? Oh, okay. But I like where you're going with that. Okay. (laughs) So, the the, the name Tiffany. So, uh, the Tiffany problem is actually a name given to, uh, a, uh, uh, an instance where, uh, somebody is writing historical fiction or something that is very well researched and very accurate. However, the reader or the viewer doesn't quite buy into it because their perception of the past has been altered. Okay. Okay. Or skewed, I should say. Um, and this is actually called the Tiffany problem. Um, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to reference uh, some doctor who here, some of the more recent doctor who, where I know, you know, you've seen some of the, the Christopher Eccleston, the David Tennant and, and the Matt Smith era and stuff of doctor who, where a lot of people, especially online, we're talking about the 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 large number of uh, uh, various ethnicities other than Caucasian in Victorian London and stuff. Whenever they go back in time, because everyone's okay. like, "Oh, it's Victorian London. Pretty much everybody there was white, right?" No, it's not. Actually, there's a thing. The reason it's called the Tiffany problem is because if, if I was to ask you about the name Tiffany, the 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 the, the female name Tiffany, right? Um, like if if I was going to write a book. Or do a movie or a TV show set, let's say in you know the 
14th, 15th century, and I had a character named Tiffany. Would you buy it? No. Of course not. Tiffany's a modern name, right? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Actually, the name dates back to the 12th century. Oh. I'm not gonna lie. I've never really thought about the name Tiffany that much. So. I know. I know. But okay. but it's it's one of those it's one of those things. Uh, so because of Hollywood and everything over the years, which has so skewed our version or our perception of history, anytime somebody comes in and tries to go against that grain and give us historically accurate data um, or depictions, most audiences reject it. And that rejection is because of this Hollywood programming, and it has officially become known as the Tiffany problem. Oh, Jay, what he's talking about is the Jurassic Park problem, which is that every time they try to correct the dinosaurs to make them more accurate, people get mad because they expect the dinosaurs to look a certain way. Got it, Scott. Thank you. That's not far off. Another great lesson that Jurassic Park has taught us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're not far off from that. It it, it most that most definitely is an aspect of the Tiffany problem. And it could it could very well be called the Tiffany problem, the Jurassic Park phenomenon or the variation. Yeah. Anyway. Well, thank you for educating us, Scott. I try. I try to make our, you know, you, you two, and our listeners a little smarter every week. Now we know historical accuracy is all Tiffany's fault. Everybody got that? Okay, good. got it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and rounding out our terrible trio, ladies and gentlemen, joining us from somewhere in time and space, perhaps via a DeLorean, it's the Doc. Uh, today I'm going to give you a quote from one of my char- favorite characters from Game of Thrones because I've been watching it again with Megan. So uh, okay, here you go. I want to make babies with her. Think of them, great big monsters. They'd conquer the world. Aww. Any any guesses? That's um shit. I can't think of anyone's names. The the, the giant's bane. Yeah, Tormund. Yeah, there you go. Ginger Tormund beard. Giants Bane. Talking yes. about uh, Brienne Tarth. Tarth. All I know is I am writing down the timestamp of uh, the I want to make babies with her. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that soundboard is going to have all but, the things. Oh, yeah. It's going to, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm building an entire The Dock soundboard. So even when you're not here, you can still be here. As interpreted by Scott and his soundboard. <laughs> I like it. Uh, well, so today's topic, I'm going to jump into it so we're not here all night. Um, I like to do this every year uh, because we're, we're finally in a, in, a, in a time when it's relevant again. Uh, movies are happening again out in theaters, like out in the world with other people. It's a thing. I know it's a little weird. But I promise, we've done them for a long time. Um, this summer, we have a stacked slate of movies coming out. So I'm going to get back into the groove. Uh, what we used to do every year, the summer movie preview. That's what this episode is going to be about. <clears throat> We're going to go through the entire release calendar uh, and talk about the films that we are excited about. Uh, the ones we recommend you go see uh, or, or we hope are good. Uh, and some curveballs in there. Some uh, what do you think about that kind of kind of picks and some stuff that maybe you haven't heard of because there's at least one on here that I didn't know existed until about three days ago. Um, that being said, we're going to start with what you can go see right now. Uh, it is in theaters right now. So first up, because the Bob's Burger movie. 
No, no, no. It's it's the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. That's not out yet. Yeah, it's 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 Pirates of the Caribbean Seven, the 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 Curse of the Herd. Huh? Anything? I know what he's I know what he's getting at. I think, but no, no. If I'd been quick enough, I'd have gone to the crickets on that. But yeah, I wasn't quick enough. Told him we labeled those sound effects. It's it's not yeah. the Bob's Burger movie. It could be, but that wasn't what I was going for. I'm going earlier than that because uh, oh. Bob's Burgers just came out. But no, I was talking about right now. You can go see the latest in the MCU, Doctor Strange, and the mul- in the Multiverse of Madness is currently in theaters. I know at least two thirds of us have seen it. We're not going to review the whole movie, but yeah. uh, Commander Scott, would you recommend it? Um, if your choice is between this and the next one that you're going to mention, I would say go see the next one that you're going to mention. If those are your only two choices. Bob Scott uh, hates the Bob's Burgers movie. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't seen it Scott. yet. Well, no. Um, so I saw both of these movies this past weekend, and I I wasn't a big fan overall. The movie has a lot of flaws. I mean, if you're an MCU completionist, yeah, go ahead and see it, just so you know what's going on when they reference it tertiarily later. Um but this movie has a lot of flaws. It's got some entertaining visual effects, you know. Uh, it's got some great action sequences. It's great. Got some of the great, you know, the 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 MCU funny quips that you like and and everything. But um, can, can I do a little bit of spoilers and stuff here? Is that sure? Okay? It's been out for like three weeks. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much just a rehash of the Wandavision story. It's literally Wandavision the movie. Well, Wanda's storyline is a rehash. Yeah, well, but Vision didn't really have much of a storyline in that one outside of, of Wanda. But yeah, it, it, it's literally just the 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 Scarlet Witch Wanda Maximoff storyline from WandaVision rehashed into a movie. That that's it. it. It was it was a little disappointing, especially at the end. I got to the end, I felt let down. Uh, and also from a, from the multiverse of madness. Uh, thing we only got to see like two realities maybe three um uh and that the the whole that one scene and i'm not going to mention it in detail um but well, you, if you know if you've seen the movie you know what he's talking yeah, about yeah which scene i'm talking about is literally just fan service straight up and down there's there's no substance there at all it is some damn good fan service yeah uh, okay i'll fight you on that some damn it's good so, fan service it okay. had me fist bump in the air Okay, fan service. Uh, no, it, the Doctor Strange two. It's a fun, It's an entertaining movie. I, I was not bored uh, the entire two plus yeah. hour runtime. Uh, there's some fun surprises. Um, stick to the end. Um, there's multiple end credit scenes, and we are getting super deep in the cameo department yeah. and teaser department yeah. uh, to the point when I had to go home and look up who the hell was that. Uh, <laughs> Because this is a character I'm not very familiar with. But if for no other reason, then, it is the return of not only Sam Raimi, but his good composer buddy, Danny Elfman, oh. to the superhero genre. That alone yeah. should put butts in seats. Now, don't get me wrong. As a Sam Raimi movie, A fucking plus. <laughs> Sam Raimi is knocks it out of the park in this as a Sam Raimi movie. <laughs> like, there's, there's one fight scene in particular, and again, I won't spoil it, but it uh, is pure... Ramy genius, uh, the way the camera is moved and positioned, uh, and how the music ties into it, and yes. that alone should be enough of a giveaway. Yes. Um, that sequence was was phenomenal. 
Now, now I have to say that the most that was that was beautiful, but the Sam Raimiest, in my opinion, of scenes was was that scene with with spoilers with Xavier in 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 the that universe's Wanda's head trying to pull her personality to the forefront, and then you have that very quick, you know, the the red coming over and the whole, you know, the the yeah. Yeah, that was the Sam Raimiest of Sam Raimi right there. That was well. There you go. Check it out and tell us what is the Raimiest of the Sam Raimi sequences in this Sam Raimi directed film. Um, there you go. There's our nut cap, nut cap. There's our recap in a <laughs> nutshell of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Moving on, the one we really want to talk about. You ready, Jay? Bob's Burgers, the movie. No, just me. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh, I like the show, but I am still like two seasons behind, so I'll get to the movie eventually. Um, I'm sure it's fun. It's a fun show. It's got a good voice cast. Uh, but the next one I was actually going to talk about, and Jace, put your earmuffs on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, 36 years later, Top Gun 2. Wouldn't go Top Gun Two. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick is a good you, title. You can it's call it whatever you want. It, it's Top Gun Two. The theater I went to literally had it listed as Top Gun Two. So, so it's it's God. so it's a Top Gun titled movie, but it is not Top Gun Two. It's Top Gun T O O. Top Gun Two. Gotcha. <laughs> we are also Top Gun. Hi. No, Top Gun Maverick is is finally out in theaters uh, after again thirty six years between films. Uh, I know uh, Commander Scott and myself and a special guest are going to do a whole breakdown of it, so I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. In a in, in a in a nutcap, uh, it's great. Two thumbs up for me. Uh, I laughed. I fist bumped. I got choked up, which I didn't think I would be in a Top Gun movie, but uh, it was it was it was worth the wait. I feel. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of with you. Uh, you know, I laughed. Um, I didn't get choked up. I didn't see anything in the movie that made me get anywhere near choked up. Um, uh, but there are some good. There's some good action sequences. Um, Jay, you know, you, myself, and Obi John have discussed this before, and and we have an upcoming episode sometime in the future that we'll discuss this in in, in detail. Um, uh, so I don't want to rehash it all here. But you and I generally don't consider Top Gun, you know, the 1984. Um, uh, as an action movie for reasons and listen to the, right. to the other episode for that. This movie, I have to say does kind of transition a little bit into action movie because there are sequences that the story is driven forward by the action, and not character interaction. Um, but that being said, it's a hell of a ride. It's fun. Um, you may have seen something very similar to it in 1977. <laughs> we'll and, get to that. And when we do the special, when we do our actual breakdown with a special guest coming on, I'll talk more about that in depth. But, um, uh, but yeah, overall, like I said, if, if you have a choice this weekend or whatever weekend between Top Gun and, and uh, the Multiverse of Madness, go see Top Gun. Uh, I can't disagree, yeah. um, especially if you're seeing this in the theater. Um, yeah. Doctor Strange is great, but it'll be on Disney Plus in about a month. So I yeah. think I, I think Top Gun Maverick would get my pick. Uh, if 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 I need to quantify that, I already have tickets for my next showing of Top Gun Maverick. 
Um, yeah. I don't really plan to see uh, Doctor Strange two again for a while. Well, and, and apparently so do I, because if because once again, if yes. I have a choice to see either one of those a second time, it's going to be Top Gun Maverick, and, and and I'm seeing that too with with the two of you all. Yeah, you weren't even given a choice. You were just told you're going. Okay. Cool. That's 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 how it worked out in 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 my text message. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> it was uh oh Scott's welcome to come to. He's in. Oh okay. <laughs> there was zero delay for let me ask him. It was just he's in. Okay. Uh, so that being said, that's what's out right now. You can go see it. Uh, we're gonna jump to things you're gonna have to wait a little bit for. Uh, not quite as long by the time this is out, but we're jumping to the future. So we're in the docks territory now. We're hopping in the uh, the old DeLorean, jumping all the way to June 10th when we get Jurassic World Dominion. Um, I, I'm both looking forward to and dreading this movie. Okay, okay. Process those feelings. Uh, the reason being, I've seen every single Jurassic Park movie that has come out since 1993 in theaters. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, good, bad, or otherwise, I'm going to go see this one in theaters. And if they decide to make more, I'll still go see them in theaters. Uh, I'm not looking forward to it because I saw the last one. <laughs> um, and Jurassic Park or Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom had a good idea to start. It? To start it? the start of it. Okay. The was first 30 minutes. A, the start of it was a, a an interesting idea for a Jurassic World movie that was literally only the first 30 minutes of it. Um and then it 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 flipped. But uh I I want to see how they're going to wrap this up. They say it's the end of the Jurassic saga. Um it's got the Jurassic World cast and the Jurassic Park cast thrown together. You know, Sam Neill and Laura Dern are returning. Um, so I'm interested to see where this is going and what how this plays out. So uh, I'm excited for this movie. Uh, I'm with I'm with you, Jay. Um, one name gives me reason to be excited. That's Colin Trevorrow. He wrote and directed or co-wrote and directed uh, Jurassic World. He had to pass on the second one because he was busy writing what was supposed to be his Star Wars movie that never happened. Um, but he's back for this one. So hopefully Fallen Kingdom will be the bastard middle child of this trilogy uh, because he wasn't involved in it uh, other than, I think, giving like a, a plot outline maybe. Um, it was farmed out to other people. And no, it's terrible. I, I'm not even going to try to be nice. Fallen Kingdom is terrible it's garbage i would watch jurassic park 3 before i watch that movie again and that's um, saying a lot talk about uh um um crap what's the term for sequels that i can't think of right now um anyway uh yeah downhill that that, that franchise went downhill and uh, i thought surely we can't sink any lower than dream sequences of talking raptors and then fallen kingdom came out and I was corrected. I was like, "Okay, hey, I'm wrong. We can get lower." So, but but the fact that Colin Trevorrow is back now, um, and has been working on this for a long time uh, to make sure he gets it right, uh, I'm excited for. It. And the fact that we're bringing, like you said, we're, we're bringing 
bringing back the original OG cast, um, Laura, Laura Dern, and and um, I can't think of anyone's names right now. My mind Sam has gone Neal. completely blank. Thank you, Sam Neill, and um, uh, uh, the uh, uh, um, well, yeah, you you're doing it, it great. Of, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know the um, Jeff Goldblum with the that's the one, uh, <laughs> and and they're actual characters. Not just a random cameo, so we can splice them in the trailer this time. So that has me excited. Um, and this, I think, has an interesting uh, a premise that Fallen Kingdom kind of tiptoed towards, but didn't really pull the trigger on, which is dinosaurs just in the world. Um, something we haven't seen in the franchise yet. Could be interesting, could suck. I don't know. We'll find out. But uh, I'm excited it, for it. it. I've already got tickets booked. It's going to be date night next weekend. So It can't be worse than Fallen Kingdom, can it? It can't be. It really can't be. I mean, literally, I I, I can spoil it because the movie's been out, but the scene in Fallen Kingdom when they were watching the um, Brachiosaur burn to death, I had to stop Whitney from getting up and walking out of the theater because she was done at that point. She's like, ah, no, this is dumb. I don't like this anymore. I'm like, you're right. I'm with you, but we paid money, so sit your butt down. <laughs> um, we're going to see how bad this can get. So yeah, it'll. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, as far as the end of the saga thing, I'm sure this will be the end of the plot threads they've been building towards since Jurassic World. Uh, but if this makes a billion dollars, which I have every expectation it will, there'll be more Jurassic movies. I don't know how we'll do them from there, but we Jay and I did a whole breakdown of that in our State of the Franchise. So go listen to that for where we think the franchise should go. But I am excited for the movie. Jay is excited for the movie. So our consenting opinion, Scott. Well, we did a state of the franchise of Jurassic Park a while back, and I'm I'm pretty sure my my closing comments on that of what would you like to see from the Jurassic Park franchise, which was it, nothing, nothing at all. This franchise needs to die. I don't know how many more times I can watch dinosaurs run amok and us get into the exact same situations that we've been in before. Over and over and over again ad nauseum. Um, hey, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm watching this, and to me, the fact that they're bringing back the big three, the quote unquote big three from the one movie that they were all in. Um, out of how many movies now? This is number six. Six. Yeah, and we've only had the big three in one damn movie together. Um, they're not that big of a three if they're only in one movie together. Um, but we're bringing them back. It is literally just the death knell in the coffin. It should tell you that the last movie was so horrible. The only way we can generate any kind of interest is to bring these actors back and to bring these characters back. Um, so that it's it, to, to the extent, like you said, it's not just a cameo. Like this isn't even the new character story anymore. Um, I just, I, I don't, I That's don't. That's a big care. assumption. I don't care. I just, I don't. I know you don't. I don't. You could have just said no. God. No. No. Yeah, so you're harsh. Everyone's, you were all excited and happy. No. Don't care. Let's got to talk. Literally, if, See, you, if you watch that trailer, like I can pick up three scenes. Like, oh, hey, we saw that. That's a rehash of Jurassic Park. Oh, hey, look, that's a reshoot, rehash of Jurassic Park scenes and footage and stuff. Yeah. Look, we haven't seen this shit before eight times in a six series you know six movie series i i and scott i'm i'm i don't disagree with you and i'm i'm with you on that because i feel the same way about like 
Fast and Furious and Mission yeah. Impossible. Yeah. Like, how many times can you do the same things? Like over and over and over again. But I have a I, the answer I, is until it stops making the studio money. Right. <laughs> it's true. John yeah. Wick is doing number four of the same movie. But I, I have a soft spot for Jurassic Park, so that's why I will go see it. Just yeah. you know, so yeah, and, and and that's the thing that that's what's going to get it. And and this is something that I've argued uh, forever. So my opinion on this is very low um, because of this reason. Is you go back and you rewatch these things, like like someone asked you know asked you you know how can you rewatch that movie nine times, eleven times, fifty some times, you know. It's like, because I like the characters. I like to live in that world for a little bit. I like to be there with them. It's just, it's it's a reality I like to inhabit. And for those that do, more power to you. Go enjoy it. Um, I, I, I got no no problems with that. But me personally, I'm not looking forward to this just because I don't care about Jurassic Park. Gotcha. All right, well, I'm afraid to bring up the next one because I'm excited for it, but maybe Scott will correct me on it. <laughs> June 17th, uh, we have a movie I am, since the minute I heard this was happening, I was like, I am in, I am all on board, let's do this. Uh, my favorite Disney character is finally getting his own movie. June 17th, Lightyear. Just me, okay, cool. Plus, I was waiting for Scott to say something first this time, because I said something first last time. So, I I don't know how I feel about this movie. So the level of animation looks awesome, uh, and it's Pixar, so we should expect that. Um, I, I love the voice cast we have set up for it. I love the entire premise that this is the Buzz Lightyear that they then make figures of in the movie. Uh, even though we kind of did that with the cartoon series uh, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, which is a great series if you haven't watched it. Uh, Patrick Warburton takes over the voicing duties for Buzz Lightyear. It was great. Uh, this time it's Chris Evans, Captain America himself, as Lightyear. Uh, and each successive trailer... It makes this look a little more darker and a little more grown-up sci-fi than what I would expect from typical Pixar. Now, keep in mind, Wally was billed as a cute little robot movie, and it had some legit heavy sci-fi themes in it, uh, which I loved. Um, so I'm hoping we'll do the same with this. But it's it's got Buzz, it's got him in the the suit, uh, fighting robots, uh, displaced in time. So maybe Chris Evans is a little bit of on the nose casting. Um, again, the, the animation looks absolutely gorgeous. I am all in. I love Buzz Lightyear. I'll be there opening night in my Buzz Lightyear hoodie, even though it'll be 90 degrees outside. I don't care. Um, okay, Scott, tell us why it's going to be bad. You know, <laughs> I'm joking, buddy. No, no, I know. I'm a bit on the fence with this movie. Okay. I I'm conflicted with this. Okay. Movie. So. You know me, I, I tend I tend to be a little hyper logical and analytical on a lot of stuff, and I know I do. What? You I, I, know. I, I, yeah, I, I know. It's I, I hide it very well. Um, <laughs> but I, I understand my, my mental shortcomings when it comes to certain things. Uh, I acknowledge that I'm not always the best judge of things because I overcomplicate shit. So when I first saw this trailer, okay... And I'm like, I don't get it. Because A, he's not being voiced by Tim Allen. And Tim Allen voiced him in the toy version of him. Which was based off of 
I guess, a cartoon property in that world, which we saw with Buzz Lightyear and Star Command. Did, did Tim Allen voice? No, it was Patrick Warburton in that one you said, right? Tim Allen did the pilot movie. Or actually, he did. He did. They, they put the first like three episodes out on video as a movie. Yeah. And he re-recorded the lines for that. But the series is Patrick Warburton. Throughout. But Patrick Warburton in that is basically trying to do not necessarily a Tim Allen impression, but a Tim Allen version of Buzz Lightyear impression. Right, he's he's trying to. Kiss. He's mostly just Patrick Warburton on that. He's, oh. he's he's more Patrick Warburton the Tick. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, that kind of over the top movie, grandiose yeah. hero thing. So yeah. so when I saw this, first of all, I, I'm I don't really care for Buzz Lightyear outside of Toy Story like other people do. <gasps> Shame. I don't. I don't because it's fine. Because, it's fine. He, because he's the toy, you know, and 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 I I'm I'm firmly rooted in that reality of it. But the more I watch this trailer, so first of all, it's a little Planet of the Apes for me, you know? Okay. But okay. as I watch this trailer, I'm like, I can see some decent sci-fi in in this trailer. And you've got Chris Evans voicing him. So, like, is this a movie that the toy is basically? Like, I'm having a disconnect in my brain of how this ties so- in toy version i don't I'm, think I'm, this necessarily ties into the toy directly i think this is more of a this is a reboot of the character yes and if okay. if if i rewire my brain to to disconnect this from toy story mm-hmm. and just look at a new reimagining of the character buzz lightyear like for us not uh-huh. for andy the people in the universe yeah 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 it's for us for andy i'm kind of now wanting to see it you know, I'm like, I'm going to give it a little bit of a chance. It's still got the Pixar humor in it because we've got the one guy that's like, you know, like, what are you doing here? Oh, well, I thought it was going to kind of be a boot camp kind of a thing. But, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's Taika Waititi. <laughs> but, yeah, so you, you, you've still got the, the Pixar humor in it. And I like the Pixar humor. I like what Pixar does. So I was really like not on board with this when it was first announced and I first saw the teaser stuff. I'm like, I don't give two shits, but the trailers are actually winning me over. Uh, but I have to rewire my brain not to associate it with Toy Story. Like it, this is a Buzz Lightyear for us, not for Andy. So um, I, I, I'm with you, Scott, where I can't disconnect the buzz light year from toy story from this buzz light year and my whole thing going into this was okay are they making a movie based on the toy from the movie yeah or is this a movie <laughs> that then made the toy yeah for the movie yeah like and, yeah and that, yeah and that's where i'm stuck at so the this is this is where i'm at this is where i'm at right now okay 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 take the I'm, toy ready take it yeah throw it out the window okay yeah. but this is oh, still where I'm, this is still where i'm at okay no, okay yeah where i'm at is i'll watch it but i'm not gonna go pay money for it i'll wait for it to come out on disney plus and watch it there you realize you're technically still paying money for it right Yes, along with a million other things on okay. Disney Plus. Yeah. You're you're not paying as much money for it, but yes, yeah. that, but that's what I mean. Is like I'm not going to actively seek out a movie theater, drive 45 minutes to get there to sit down and watch a movie about a toy from a movie that has been reinvented to not be a toy from the movie because those of us who saw this movie when we were 10 
and loved that toy and wanted more from the toy from the movie are now getting a movie about the toy from the movie. What I tell Jay about the Masters of the Universe movie, it's really going to bake his noodle. So, so I got two things here. First of all, what do you mean drive 45 minutes to the theater? It's like literally 15 minutes. It's across town, dude. I mean, it's not it's not that big a deal. There's, there's like three theaters over here. I don't know what's going on with you. I mean, the theaters are like a dime a dozen. I, I could I could throw a rock and hit a theater. I mean, yeah, you got the Regal, you got the yeah, Cinemark at the I, mall, you got the new one downtown, Lux Live. Yeah, you got Movie Tavern if you want to movie go tavern. outside the circle and stuff. I don't, what, what do you mean, 45 minutes? I don't know where the hell you're like, you're in you know, Movie Tavern, get a burger and a beer with your flick. Exactly. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, it's like you're in Bumfuck, Iowa or something. I don't know what's going on here. Um, but <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'll take Scott to see it. Yeah. And we'll peer um, pressure Jensen into seeing it. Got well, it. That and also the the statement that you made when you saw this when you were ten. What did you see when you were ten? Toy Story. Wow, I'm old. <laughs> Toy Story Wait. came out in 1995, didn't it? That sounds yes. about right. I was a junior in high school. Yeah, I was. God, you're old. I was guy. ten. <laughs> I was a junior in high school. I couldn't even buy my own ticket. I had to have my mom take me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Move it on then. <laughs> Keep this thing trucking. Um, June 24th, we have a couple releases. I think I know the one Scott will be more excited about. Uh, first up, we have the big budget sort of biopic. Um, slash, I think it's going to be a secret musical, and that they aren't advertising it as a musical, but I can't imagine it not being at least in part in a musical. Boz Lerman's Elvis. Okay. Yes. That's my thoughts. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Nope. I was okay. waiting for more. <laughs> Actually, I- I'm looking forward to this. Um, I'm looking forward to this quite a bit. First of all, I like period movies. I like biopics. I like musicals. Uh, while I don't think this will will categorize as a musical, yeah, it's going to have music all shit ton through it, but it's going to be his performances, you know, and not telling the story through music, I don't think. I'll have to wait and see. I don't know. But that's just my gut. Just Um, because of the director, Boz Lerman, I can't imagine it not being at least partially a musical. And this guy that made Moulin Rouge. So it, it, it might not be typical style of musical but I, I again and i think it's being advertised as what i call a secret musical which is like i think there'll be a lot more singing and performing than what we're being shown yeah. uh, but the way they tried to advertise um oh crap what was that uh, dear evan hansen yeah but they didn't show people singing in it because they want to trick people in the theater um <laughs> anyway yeah well so yeah and i can kind of see that because in in the second trailer which i watched this afternoon You've got, uh, when it comes to him doing uh, You Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog, uh, you know, he's doing it on stage and stuff. It's intercut with scenes of that song being done at like a gospel revival, which is where, you know, a lot of his early stuff kind of got their inspiration from. So I think we're going to get a lot of that like dichotomy, like we're going to see his stage music and then we're going to intercut that, you know, with where the inspiration come from from his young upgrade, uh, upbringing uh, and okay. such. So I can see that going back and forth. But Elvis, Elvis, this is not the first movie uh, to tell the story of Elvis Presley. Um, what? 
No, I know, I know. It, 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 it's uh, <laughs> it's it the first one in the 2020s. It's the first one in the 2020s. It's the first one in a while. <laughs> it's most definitely not the first. I mean, Quantum Leap did the Elvis story, all right? Um, hey, but, only one movie had the balls to tell the story of what really happened to Elvis, and that's Bubba Hotep, so <laughs> props to that movie. Fair enough. Um, Sorry. But this is the first movie, I think, to to uh, have the colonel as prevalent as he is and to give that role to Tom Hanks. That's what's bringing me into the theaters. I, I want to see I, I want to see this aspect of the story. Because because I, and I forget, I don't know what his actual name is. I've just always known him as the colonel or or. Uh, uh... Tom oh. Parker or something. Ah, like Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah. 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 Tom Parker. Yeah. 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 Colonel Tom Parker Hanks. Um, uh, but uh, uh, um, yeah, a lot of people don't realize Tom Hanks is the great grandson of Tom Parker. I'm going to start that rumor. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, seeing him in that role and, and having him as prevalent as he seems in this story, that's what's bringing me in. I want to, I want to see that now. Also, it does look like it's going to follow the same standard, you know, uh, biopic about a musical band or whatever um, trope. And because because you've got the whole there, there's the line in the trailer where Tom Parker, the colonel, is is like, without me, there would be no Elvis Presley. And he, and he looks back over his shoulder like, uh-huh, we'll see about that old man. And so. Obviously, it seems like they're setting up a conflict where they're going to have a falling out. And then, true to form, Elvis has to come back for a triumphant blah, 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 just before his tragic death. Um, well, that's not totally inaccurate to real life. It's not. But at the same time, it feels like they're going to lean into the they're, they're just going to give the trope. And I got no problems with that because the trope is a trope because it works. And it tells that story very well. Listen, here I'm, I'm just going to throw my two cents in. On this, I want it's, five cents from you, sir. I want a whole uh, nickel. Okay, Damn. it's it's falling in in pattern with the hey, every few years let's put out a a biopic about a musician. Uh, we had the one about Queen. We had the one about Elton John. You had Walk the Line. Walk um, the I, Line? Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> well, hold on. Now. Sorry, I was thinking Walk Hard. But walk the line yeah. and Queen. He said walk the line. Quite, yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah, there's quite a bit of there's there's quite a bit of time difference. Not five years between Walk the Line and Queen and and, and the 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 Queen biopic. I get that. I'm just saying, like it just it seems like every so often you get one of these music things, and then people are like, "Oh my God, I have to go see it." And like I still haven't seen the one about Queen or Elton John. Um, what about Queen? You can skip because they literally had to invent drama. Uh, the Elton John one has some really good performances. Um, I, I'm it's, sure it's it does. Taron Egerton I, doing his own singing, which is impressive. Like I, I didn't, I didn't see Walk the Line for like five years after it came out, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, okay. And like, I mean, but, these right. kind of movies just don't really blow my skirt up. I well, guess. You could yeah, exactly. But. Two things. Uh, one, you could kind of say that about just about any kind of a thing. Like, hey, every so often they're going to come out with new sci-fi movies. Hey, sci-fi is big now. Every so often they're going to come out with new uh, dramatic whatever movies. Hey, they're big now. These things come in cycles. 
yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, what, it's, it's whatever's hot for the Academy when yeah. um, Walk right. the Line was, was bringing home Oscar to suddenly, like, you know, 18 banned biopics got greenlit the night before yeah. or the night after. Yeah. So, yeah, no, Jay's not wrong. They go in cycles. Yeah, they do go in cycles. Um, that being said, my favorite, because, first of all, I like biopics, I like period movies, and I like musicals. So these do kind of take, you know, take a lot of boxes for me personally. But my favorite uh, behind-the-scenes story from uh, Walk the Line was apparently, and and I haven't researched this. It's been a while since I read it, so I'm just going off the top of my head. Um, uh, I guess when Joaquin Phoenix was was practicing his vocals and stuff, right? He couldn't quite get his voice deep enough to match Johnny Cash, like you know, in in practice and everything. So like the band had to relearn all of Johnny Cash's songs to play them at an octave higher than they were originally played to kind of match where he was. And then like a week or so before film principal filming started for some odd reason, his voice dropped and they had to relearn to go back to the regular octave because he just dropped for no apparent reason down to where he needed to be, which I thought was funny. Well, that's sometimes that happens when you turn 14. <laughs> you get hair in funny places, start thinking about girls. <laughs> Does it feel like a sneeze, but better? Okay. Uh, so, a yeah, sneeze? there you go, Elvis. Uh, I, I figured, Scott. A sneeze? It's from, it's from Friends, Scott. It's, it's a line from the show Friends. Oh, I don't know. I've only seen like eight episodes of Friends. Okay. I figured Scott would be excited about that because, um, again, it, it ticks his boxes. So it does. Uh, same day, the movie I'll be seeing before I see Elvis, uh, even though I'm probably a little on this one, is The Black Phone, starring Ethan Hawke. Um, it's a supernatural thriller horror movie uh, about a kid who gets abducted by a serial killer and the ghosts of the previous victims that help him escape. Uh, I think it looks awesome. Uh, I love that Ethan Hawke is just killing it lately uh, on all the stuff he's he's resurging in. Um, yeah, that's that's my two cents. Yes, that's a movie that's coming out this summer. <sighs> okay. So uh, I didn't. I had not seen the trailer for this until you sent us the rundown. Uh, okay. For for this, so I watched the trailer tonight, and I have to admit, I'm intrigued as shit. And and the it's, things that the things that intrigued me, first of all, you know, you've got you've got the whole kidnapper thing. Okay, cool. He's wearing the masks when he's with the kids, so he doesn't get, you know, identified, but the masks are different depending on, I guess, the mood of the scene. Cool. Visually it looks great. But then you've got this it's called the black phone, right? Um uh-huh. got this black, you know, rotary dial wall phone that keeps ringing and he keeps answering it. And apparently, now this is just what I get from the trailer. It's the ghost of other kids. I guess he's killed. That's once again the trailer feel. Um, mm-hmm. But not only that, but like they they manifest to him, and in the background you can see them mimicking movements that he's mimicking and stuff and things going on. So I'm intrigued as shit. And if you want somebody to go see this movie with you, I'll be right there. Thank you. It's uh, from Scott Derrickson who directed. The- among other things, the original um, Doctor Strange. He also directed Sinister, which is one of the best horror movies in the last 20 years. Um, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Which also happens to have Ethan Hawke in it. Coincidence. Um, yeah, I, I it, it looks 
different and i appreciate that it looks like an interesting supernatural kind of thriller um something a bit different you know summer you get a lot of blockbusters and a lot of summer popcorn yeah. movies so it's good to change things up a bit something a little darker uh, well i'm i'm curious why this isn't why this is a summer release and not a fall release why is this not hitting us in like september october is this well the last like a- the last several years have proven horror does horror does well no matter what time of year it is um so the 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 age of horror only coming out in like september and october that's uh, gone uh you, you'll start to see a lot more horror movies get released pretty much any time of the year um especially with companies like a24 and Bloomhouse, um the, the the whole you know low budget horror flick thing um because uh, there's there's at least one other film on this list that might be a horror movie um so yeah, that 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 whole uh, stereotype of horror movies coming out during a certain time of year is 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 dead in the water now. Um, huh. yeah. Yes, I'm just counter programming. I have I have no feelings strongly either way towards this film. Well, All you right. should. I should. You should. Why? Because uh, I'm demanding it. Love it or hate it. Pick one well, now. Oh, okay. I hate it. I'm not a That's horror wrong. movie wow. kind of person. I don't. I want... just... Sorry, I haven't. I don't what remember do the last. You? you haven't even seen it yet, James. <laughs> you don't remember Jeez. the last horror movie I watched. I mean, I mean, why you gotta be so? I mean, you haven't even seen it. Why you gotta be so? I just hate it right off the bat. I mean, you know what? I hate Jeez. it. I hate every oh, horror movie. Ever. Shooting from the hip. Wow. What? Just they're all terrible. And you know what else is terrible? Star Trek. There, I said it. Wait, hang on. I gotta get a timestamp on this. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> While you get the timestamp, I'm going to go ahead and move us into July for one I know Jay has been looking forward to for a long time. I'm sure he's already got his ticket purchased and he's ready to go because he's that big of a fan. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, technically the summer movie kicks off. Summer movie season kind of kicks off now with Marvel in May. But really, summer kicks off July 1st with, ready for it, ready for it? I don't think you're ready for it. Minions, The Rise of Gru. Yeah. Thank you, Jay. Wow. That's the perfect punchline to that setup. Yeah. Really? It's minions, Jay. Ba 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 ba. Banana. Huh? Yeah? That's that, yeah. that dead horse we, that we're kicking? Yeah. Yeah, because we haven't had enough of that. Let's see. What have we had? We've had Despicable Me. Great movie. I really enjoyed it. Despicable mm-hmm. Me 2. Did it need a sequel? I don't know because I never saw it. Despicable Me 3. Hey, look. More of the same. Uh, then they had a minions movie, which. Ironically, I actually saw. Uh, yeah, stop, stop with the stop. I understand uh, you're you're pandering to the children. Stop pandering to the children with the yeah. same thing ten years in a I, row. Like, I, well, I, sorry. Go uh, ahead, go ahead. I, I could not agree with you more. Stop pandering to the children with the same thing ten years in a row. You started out with the you know dinosaurs run amok, and then you came out with a sequel of dinosaurs. <laughs> And then you did another sequel of Dinosaurs Run Amok. And then there were several years and you oh wait, shit. Sorry. Sorry. I I I flipped back to a whole other thing there. Uh I'm sorry. I, I just couldn't resist. I couldn't resist drawing that parallel. I couldn't because it's me. Uh, uh so that's no, okay. Uh here's here's the thing, Jay. Uh I'm with you. I'm totally with you. But never forget that the I think it was third or fourth movie in this whole thing minions the minions standalone movie not despicable me just the minions standalone movie 1.15 billion dollars 
Yeah. So they're going to keep beating this dead horse because $1.15 billion for the fourth film in the Minions franchise. Well, yeah, because it's Minions, you know, the the little kids are like, you know, the parents are like, what movie do you want to go see? Or more likely, what movie can we go see? Oh, here's this movie about little yellow dudes. Minions. Let's let's go to that one. Okay, sounds good. Yep. Uh, so I'm gonna keep track of what makes more money for Universal: the sixth Jurassic Park movie or the fifth Minions movie. I'm gonna say the fifth Minions movie is gonna do well. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, don't know. That's a good. Don't, one. Un- don't underestimate the big kids because the big kids like to go see their shit the same as the little kids do. And, and yeah. that's this whole and we've thing. got our own money, damn it. Exactly. And that's what this whole thing comes down to. Yeah, the, the, like I personally don't have any any vested interest in in uh, the rise of Gru. In fact, every time I see the trailer, um, my whole question is, how are you going to make Gru a rising supervillain yet still make him a sympathetic character? Because you know you've made him a sympathetic character after the first movie when he has his redemption arc. Um, Scott, I'm you're curious. Really putting more thought into this than the writers have. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I'm just, I'm just curious about it. But once again, Minions is just eye candy for kids because that's the target audience. Whereas like Jurassic Park and John Wick and the Fast and the Furious and Star Trek and Star Wars, literally, they just keep catering to us. Whatever the target audience is, guess what? They cater to it. It's the same thing over and over again, regardless of the franchise. Well, speaking of target audiences and catering, hey guys, have you heard? July 8th, Thor, Love and Thunder. What? The, no, I definitely have not heard of this movie from one of my best friends who owns more hammers than a carpenter. Is 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 it Megan? Megan isn't it? I mean, I think you could say... Megan. You could say I've heard so much about it, it makes my ears thor. No, 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 no. You don't give him that sound effect. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was... That that joke is so tired, it makes me want to take an Odin nap. Sure. That, see, that should have come out for the minions. Uh, I, I guess you could say the studio is really trying to catch lightning in a bottle. I'm just hitting buttons now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was really waiting for. I was. I was. I was really hoping for. Did you see the size of that goddamn chicken? Oh wait, I got it. Did you see the size of that goddamn chicken? Yep. There you go. All right. That's Jay. So um, hot take. I'm really fucking excited for this movie. No, I know. Not I know. You. Shocking. <laughs> no. I know, right? Uh, no, so the, the Thor Ragnarok uh, made a bunch of money by breaking all the rules of Thor movies and and disassembling the entire Thor universe and reassembling the character going forward. It was a big gamble, uh, but it, it worked. Uh, people finally gave a shit about the character of Thor besides me. Um, so I'm excited to see Taika Waititi taking the reins full charge. Uh, and and seeing where we go. I mean, Thor got a really cool arc between Ragnarok 
Infinity War and Endgame. And I'm curious to see them continue that that on uh, with this next movie, uh, especially given all the things that we know are going to happen and given who we've chosen to have be our villain. Um, and that's adapting uh, uh, one of my favorite storylines in the comics. Um, I'm all for it. I'm gung ho. Um, so, but you you knew that already. So, so what do sorry, you guys John. Think? I, I didn't mean I didn't mean to laugh, but like uh-huh. when you said that they disassembled everything that was a Thor movie, the first uh-huh. thing that popped into my head was no disassemble, Stephanie. Johnny Five, I'm alive. No disassemble. Short circuit references are always welcome, sir. Sorry, that was the first thing that popped into my head. Um, Will I see it? Yeah, probably eventually. Will I see it in theaters? No, because you don't see anything in theaters yet. Yeah, I know. That's the vibe I'm getting, yeah. It's not convenient for me. It's, It's like literally a whole day thing. If I want to go see a movie in theaters, it's literally an entire day for me to do that. Yet you're completely fine spending a whole day just chasing a little white ball around a green field. I don't get this. But that's Wait, what? Oh, baseball? Oh, yeah. No. Is that a little white ball? That's not a little white ball. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Baseball. Little well, white ball with red laces. Well, that, that would be a diamond, though. He said. It well, it, it, yeah, but you're not chasing it. it, it that, that's you're not chasing it around the field either. I mean, unless so you're we, unless you're throwing the baseball and then running out to the outfield to get it. Are you talking about soccer? No. What else do you play that has a little white ball that you literally hit and then chase down a field? I don't really chase it. I just walk to where I hit it. Chase is a relative term, sir. <laughs> yeah, but that that has different things to it too because I walk the course. I play. I don't just play in a cart. I don't just like hop in a cart and drive from the ball to the ball. I actually walk. So it it it's also exercise and enjoying the outdoors. Hey, hey however you need to justify it, that's fine. I'm just saying, it's a priority for you. That's fine. There's no judgment. You do you. I feel like you're judging so, me pretty harshly right now. You do you. All right. Scott, uh, <laughs> why should I not be excited for Thor Love and Thunder? Why should you not be excited? I just feel like that's your job, is to deflate balloons today. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so first of all, I got, a, I got a couple of problems with Thor Love and Thunder. Okay. The first thing, it really pisses me off that between Thor... Cap and Iron Man, Thor is the only one that apparently gets a fourth damn movie. He is the only one still in the game. Where is my fourth Cap movie? Where is my fourth Iron Man movie? Iron Man is dead. And we don't, Steve is apparently on the moon. Because until we're told otherwise, (laughs) Steve is on the moon. Until we are definitively told otherwise, Steve is on the moon. Yes. Um,. No. It should have been the end credit scene. It's just him playing like checkers and then he was panning out and he's on the moon. You know, I, I I I look at the trailer for this, and I and I'll go see it because I'm an I'm an MCU nerd, and I'm a Marvel nerd, and I'm a comic nerd, so I'll 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 go see it. Um, and there's there's things that I like about this movie, like I love him getting back in shape. I love, you know, parts of it. But then I get to that scene that makes me cringe in the trailer. It sends a shiver up my spine. 
and it makes me just hate everything about this. Natalie okay. Portman. No. And that's actually that I'm actually looking forward to. Um, no, it's the scene with, you know, Chris Pratt giving the whole, you know, look to the people that you love and the whole family thing. And he's looking at the Guardians and Thor with that dumb ass grin on his face creeping into the scene because he's creeping into his eyeline. I hate Chris Pratt and Chris Helmsworth's on-screen chemistry. I hate them. They don't need to be in the same movie ever again. They're annoying to watch. They're not funny. Stop it. Well, you were in the minority on that, and I have a feeling that it will only comprise about the first 15 minutes of the movie. So, And that's fine. If it does, then I'll be happy. If, if, if we start out with, with as Guardians of the Galaxy and quickly, 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 Thor gets off onto his own story and we leave the Guardians behind, so much the better I'll I, be happy because I, I think hate that's, them on screen together. Yeah, I think that's going to be your opening kind of uh, James Bond-esque sequence. And, and that's mostly because we, we have to tie off that thread from Endgame. Yeah. Uh, we can't show him flying off with the, the Guardians and then not pay it off in the next movie. Yeah, yeah so. I agree. I agree. But I just, I really do not like them on screen together at all. Like that whole sequence in whichever movie they were in where, you know, um, like, like, you're mimicking the God man. This is my voice. That's just fucking bullshit. It's annoying as hell. It's not funny. And okay, I, I don't care. Forget about that. Focus on we're getting Russell Crowe as Zeus. Now. Sorry, that, that, that's something I am looking forward to, is the fact they're bringing in the Greek pantheon of the Marvel Universe into this, and I want Hercules. I don't think we'll get him, because this movie is already packed. Uh, but going forward, yes, I would love to see uh, the uh, the Marvel version of Hercules, because that character is awesome. Uh, but somebody pointed out in that something I was watching that the personality of Marvel Hercules, they've kind of already given that to Thor. Um, so it might be a little redundant, but yeah. still, I'm game. I want to see it. Um, yeah, I am very intrigued by Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Um, that is one of the coolest villains in Thor history, and he's a very recent character. Um, and this interpretation of him seems to be quite different from the comics, but I'm down for it. Uh, the fact that they got someone of Christian Bale's caliber to come in to play the villain leads me to believe it's not just a throwaway MCU villain, that there's actually some meat on the bones to this character. Yeah. Um, God knows the source material has a lot to work with. I'm just curious how we're going to tie in uh, to the story of this, the epiphany that, you know, how we're going to wrap this up with Wanda realizing that she's made a horrible mistake. That That's one because apparently that's how everything has to end now. Let it go, Scott. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, there you go, Thor Love and Thunder. Um, my most anticipated movie of the summer. Uh, that does include Jurassic World. Um, I can't wait for this. I um, might have already bookmarked a new costume. Oh, good God. Really? There's an upgraded version. I said I was going to wait until there was a better one out, and there's a better one out now. I haven't put money on it yet. Calm down. Gosh, something wife, Scott. What, what happened What happened to the Obi-Wan armor? 
It, that's still on the table. It has magnets and everything, Jay. Yeah, that's still on the table. That's a work no, in that's, progress. That's Jedi armor. That's not Obi Wan armor. No, the Obi Wan armor is still in progress. That's it's it's not off the table. And and Scott Scott, to your comment, I I was going to interrupt with, I'll take references that I don't understand for five hundred, Alex. Which which reference? The Wanda thing. Uh, that's because you haven't seen Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it's references I don't understand for five hundred. Anyway, Jay, there's a sweet spot here, and I think it's coming in the next couple of weeks where you're going to have to take a day trip to, or wherever the fuck it is, you got to take a day trip to. To see like four or five movies. Or. Like all together. Or. I don't. I'm thinking do. So we're. When we come down. We're just going to have to kidnap Jay and hog time to a theater seat. And just make him watch everything. Oh no. We have plans. Yeah. We already have plans. We don't. We don't have time to take a 40. No. Well, no. 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 We're still going to do everything. Jay can't. Can't leave the theater till he's caught up. No. That's not how this works. All right. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. July 22nd. I don't know how to feel about this movie. I want to be excited for it, but it looks weird, and that might be the thing it's going for. Uh, the third movie from the surprisingly talented director, and I say that because he was prior to being a director known as a sketch comedian, uh, and then he just suddenly made like one of the best horror movies in the last 20 years, uh, and he's following it up. Here we go. Jordan Peele's next movie, the immaculately titled... Nope. And that's how I feel. Nope. Okay. It looks like an looks like a like an alien abduction type movie thing going on. And I'll be honest with you, I haven't seen either of Jordan Peele's other movies. Um Yeah. So I, I won't see this one either. I'm just gonna say that right now. It's a okay. nope for me. Hey. I, I kind of agree with you. I've not seen either of his other two mo- uh, other two horror movies either. Um, but when I watch this trailer, I get flashbacks to Signs. So I feel like it's just going to be a rehash of Signs. It's just going to be a bunch of shit that we don't get to see. And then looking at it going, yep. Nope, uh not doing that. Basically a version of nope. Everyone's like, nope, uh-uh, no, not happening. No, yeah, running now, running now. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah, okay, fuck, just react to something off screen. Cool. Like, that's what I get from the trailer. I can't judge the actual movie because I've not seen it, and I agree, with, and I, I understand that. But at the same time, all I'm seeing in the trailer is just a bunch of people reacting to shit off screen, and, and that, See, that that doesn't bring me in. I get I get kind of a different vibe, Scott. Like I get I get what you're saying about it being kind of like a signs type thing. Yep. But this is gonna sound crazy, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, but the vibe I get is like the crazies. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that movie. I have yeah. not seen that movie. I don't know that one. Um, it's like a a, a military cargo plane crashes in the water supply in Iowa in a city in Iowa and turns everybody crazy. Yeah. And then a guy builds a baseball field out in his cornfield. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I kind of get that vibe camping? where it's like, yes, that's the same. movie. Uh, right? Yes. Uh, where it's like, I feel like there's more to it that we're not seeing that there's something weird going on. And 
it's going to be some sort of twist. Like, I I haven't seen the other movie. What is it? Us? Is that the movie? Yeah, Get Out is fantastic. Uh, if you haven't watched it, give it a go. Really, it is it is it is a very well put together. I wouldn't even necessarily call it a horror movie. Um, Us was it interesting premise. I think it fails in the execution. And and what intrigues me about this is Jordan Peele is a very talented filmmaker. And this this trailer, I watched this trailer. I've seen it a bunch of times now, and I still have no idea what's going on. And that kind of intrigues and worries me at the same time. Because it could just be bad, uh, but I'm also really intrigued with a, a trailer that doesn't tell me everything about the movie. Um, as much as I love and I'm excited for Thor: Love and Thunder, I feel like I can pretty much call the storyline right now because I'm pretty sure we see stuff from the third act in the trailer. I have no idea what's going on in this movie, and that kind of intrigues me. So, based on his prior films, I'll, I'll give him uh, I'll give him a shot. So John's gonna go see it. Yeah, John Get Out was everything. great. I will not be seeing Minions, The Rise of Gru. Uh, I, I will also, I'm not going to lie, probably won't be seeing Elvis. So, Hey, on my own, I would never see this movie. However, you know, John, if you want me to go see this movie with you, I'll go see this movie with you. I just, I, and all I, all I would want to be there for is to hear Scott go, what the fuck is going on? This doesn't make sense at all. That's all I want. That's all well, I would want. Be ready for a snap, sir, on July 22nd. Because <laughs> that's what I expect to happen. Hey, July right, 22nd. Moving on. Moving on up. Moving on up. Uh, so, guys. Mm-hmm. The sole DC cinematic universe film coming out this summer. Are you excited? It's got Superman. It's got Batman. It's got their dogs talking about DC's League of Super Pets with Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. And I'm not kidding. John Krasinski as Superman and Keanu Reeves as Batman. So my two big things I can say about this movie going forward is a it wasn't until I saw the trailer for the fifth or sixth time that I realized what the fuck it was about. I, I didn't realize it was a DC movie until I saw the trailer like for the fifth time. And I'm like, oh shit, hang on. Are these all like pets of super heroes from DC? I didn't get it at all. Hmm. Okay. But then, but then after that, so literally at work, <laughs> it literally at work like a month ago, um, I walk into work and you know, I, well, first of all, I get there before anybody else at work. Usually, I'm one of the first ones in the office. I'm doing my things, and then uh, about mid morning, you know, some of the others start coming in, and and work talk starts happening, you know. And one of our engineers or something was talking, and they usually come to me when they have questions about things like this. Mm-hmm. Because I'm the one that's in the know. Me, who doesn't get shit for like two, two and a half weeks after it's actually out. It shows you how far behind everybody else in my office is. Um, one of them came to me and goes, so what do you think about the new uh, the new Batman casting? I'm like, new Batman casting? What are you talking about? As far as I know, Robert Pattinson is still on board for the next Batman movie that's coming out. They're like, really? I thought he was recast. 
know, not that I'm aware of. As far as I know, they're, they're sticking with Robert Pattinson. And like, I heard, I heard Keanu Reeves was the next Batman. Like, you mean the Super Pets movie? He's voicing Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and like, a friend of mine texted me and said, said he heard Keanu Reeves was the next Batman. I'm like, well, the, the, the next movie coming out for DC is, is Super Pets. It's an animated movie, and Keanu Reeves voices Batman in that. I wouldn't call him the next Batman, no. <laughs> I mean, technically, you're okay. not wrong. If you want to spin it that way, sure. But I don't think he's like. I thought he'd make a great Batman. I'm like he'd make an okay Batman, I guess. But I, I don't think you're thinking what you think you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I have to deal with. Nice. Fair enough. Uh, I haven't. I think I saw a teaser for this one time. I don't know. I won't see it. Just be honest with you. All right. Change the pace for Jay. He's not going to go see it. <laughs> Jay is not driving to the theater to see this movie either. Yeah. 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 So far, there is nothing coming out this summer that will make Jay drive. Uh, 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 Jurassic Park. Did you? Uh, did Jay, did you say you would go to the theater to see it? Yeah, I've seen all the other ones in theaters. I can't okay. stop that. So there's only one, only one that will make you make a 90 minute round trip to see this movie. That I will spend an entire day. Plus, plus two hours in the theater. So that gives us uh, four hours. That's a half a day, sir. It's that's a four hour time commitment. No, it basically shoots my whole day because, like, if I let's say I wanted to go make a one o'clock movie, right? Yeah. I still couldn't do anything in the morning. Why not? Get up at six, do something. I mean, you got plenty of time before you have to leave. If it's a Sir. movie, you got to leave. You got 45 minutes to get there. You have to leave about, well, shit, 11 o'clock. Well, no, shit, not even that. 11.30. Okay, so yeah, it comes out. From it a, comes out June tenth, right? Six to eleven thirty. I mean, that's a hell of a lot of time, sir. I can get up, feed cats, hop online, do some shit, go outside, have my coffee, read several chapters of a book. I've got all kinds of stuff I can do in that amount of time. So you have an epiphany it, about Rombi. Epiphany yeah. about Rombi. Uh it comes out June tenth, right? Correct. Okay, that's a Friday. Which means that on that particular Friday, I will be getting up at 6 in the morning, getting ready, and walking to the local high school to teach driver's ed for three hours from 7 to 10. Excuse me. So That is a choice, sir. That's, I'm just saying. I think he gets I'll... paid to do that. I don't think... But it's still a choice. He, No one is twisting his arm to take. An well, and he's, he's still done at 10, so. Yeah, you're still done at 10. I mean, yeah. you, you've got, if you want to make a one o'clock showing, you know, you don't have to leave, like I said, to like 11.15. That gives you an hour and 15 minutes. You can go do the something whole else. day. Whole day is shot. Whole day. The whole not day. Whole, the whole day is not shot. First of all, your shot. entire morning is taken up, up by a part-time job that you elected to take. I'm just going to say, day. the sun will still be in the sky when you exit the theater. Therefore, the day is, is not wasted. Yeah, the whole still day is wasted. Shot. Yeah. Okay. All okay. Shot. Yep. All right. Moving on. 
<laughs> uh, I'm just going to read off the the other credits this director has because th- that alone should get you excited for this movie. John Wick, just the first one. Yeah. Atomic Blonde, Hobbs and Shaw, Deadpool 2. I'm talking about David Leitch. Leitch. He was directing the movie coming out August 5th, Bullet Train. This one looks Sorry. intriguing. I had not seen... Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I had not seen a preview for this until you sent us that list of movies coming out, and I mm-hmm. I said to Megan, I was like, I haven't heard of a bunch of these movies, so I started looking at them, and I was like, oh, like The Black Phone. I was like, yeah, okay, I have seen that, and nope. I was like, yeah, I have seen that. Bullet Train was the one I haven't seen a preview for, and I watched the preview, and I was like, okay, of all the ones I haven't heard of, this would be the one I would be most likely to go see. This this looks like a full-on uh, action comedy. Uh, and again, from the guy that did Deadpool 2 and Atomic Blonde and John Wick. Um, very stylized. Uh, Brad Pitt plays a sort of born-again assassin. Uh, it's supposed to be an easy first job back into the world. And of course, turns out not to be. But the whole thing is set on the titular bullet train. Uh, there's a bunch of other groups of assassins and gangsters and whatnot after the MacGuffin that he's there for. Um, classic, cool setup. Uh, looks like some cool stylized action scenes. Great cast. Um, I am in. I agree. Um, when when I watched it, um, so first of all, I love this brand of, I'm going to call it the Brad Pitt comedy. You know, because he kind of okay. has the same comedic timing that he does like in the Ocean's Eleven stuff as Rusty. And also the Mexican. So this kind of feels like the Mexican on a train a little bit. I need a ride o in your El Trucco to the nearest <laughs> town. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it, it, it's the Brad Pitt comedy is is what I call it. And you know, I'm I'm good with it like they kind of had me like I I'll go see it. I I'm not going to go out of my way to see this. If I miss it, I miss it and I'll see it later, but if the opportunity arises and and I can see it in theaters, then cool, I'll go see it in theaters. Um, but they kind of had me in the the whole, you know, um, uh, the the quiet car scene, <laughs> you know, where they're trying to yeah. have a fight, but they're trying to keep it below a certain decibel level so as not to disturb the other people. So this, of all the films on this, this is what I call, um, and it's, it's a category we didn't get to um, in our. our previous and or future episode depending what gets posted when uh when we talked about genres i did not bring up the genre of dad movies uh but this fits firmly into the uh this is a movie i would have pitched and taken dad to because i can sum it up very quickly hey it's got brad pitt boom actor he knows uh premise he's a hitman on a train there to do a job there's a bunch of other hitmen on the train to do the same job and they get into fights on the train Boom, premise I can sell to him. Uh, and then, you know, show you, hey, it's an action movie. Uh, this is this is the most dad of dad movies this summer. I, now that you bring that up, I have just thought of something that I'm very curious about. How did you ever okay. convince your dad to take you to see Alien Resurrection? Dude, we were going to go see um, uh, Starship Troopers because the paper said it was still showing. And we get there, and guess what's not showing anymore? Starship Troopers. So I've already got Dad 
on a Saturday to take me to the theater to go see a movie. I'm not going to waste this opportunity. It happened to be opening weekend of Alien Resurrection. So I quick pulled the fast one and said, hey, Dad, there's an Alien Resurrection show in 15 minutes. You want to go see that? Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> Meaning, I already put on a clean shirt and drove you out here. Let's go see something. Uh, yeah, I, I never would have been able to pitch him, Dad. Let's go see Alien Resurrection. He would not have. He would not have driven. He he might have dropped me off at the theater, uh, but he he would not have gone to see that otherwise. So that's how that happened, Jay. Uh, the the theater in Dubuque uh, fucked up on a misprint in the paper. That's how. Star Cinema Eight. Or not Star the Cinema. Big, yeah. Cinema Center 8. Whatever, whatever the big one is, yeah. Or bigger one. The big one was Cinema Center 8? I don't know. I've been to Dubuque forever. Yeah, it got torn down a long time ago. It's a Walgreens now. Yeah, well. Potato, potato. I still remember taking you and Bob to Regal Cinema here in town when you guys first came to visit. And you walked into the lobby and both of your jaws at the floor. And I think it was Bob who was like, this is just a theater? Like, there's not a mall attached to it. It's like, nope, just a theater. Yeah. That was fun. Well, now we, there's one of those in Dubuque now, Star Cinema. Is, well, there you go. It's a multiplex stadium there seating. Anyway. Okay. Thoughts on Bullet Train? Are, are we good on that one? I'd uh, see it. Maybe yeah. not theaters, but I'd see it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not worth an entire day of Jay's life just to go see this movie. Because apparently he can't do anything else in a 24-hour period when he has to drive 45 minutes to see a movie. It it's is, a whole thing. It's a whole it thing. Hey, a whole 90 hours. minutes round trip. 90 minutes round trip equates to 24 hours of Jay's I back, Jay. I got you. It's it's a whole thing. You 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 live in a city you don't understand. Excuse me. I do not live in a city. Sir, is your population over 50,000? Honestly, I don't know. To call Lexington as a a city is an insult to cities. Lexington is a (laughs) very large town, sir. It is not a city. Regardless if it weighs We're we're a collection of of intricately interwoven subdivisions. Yeah. Second of all, I grew up in Lebanon, Kentucky. Where the nearest sorry, sorry. theater was 35 I, I believe it's Lebanon. Away. Lebanon. Yeah, you're not wrong. Lebanon, Kentucky. It's, the nearest it's, yeah. theater was it's 35 minutes away. <laughs> and you know what? I saw all kinds of movies with that. In fact, there was a time I broke down coming back from a theater, and I spent an hour and 45 minutes walking to the nearest phone. After breaking down from seeing Lost in Space, you, you, he like he cried so long because he broke down from watching that movie ah, and asked himself, ah, "Why did I watch that movie? Why did I drive thirty-five minutes and waste that much time to see Matt that?" LeBlanc, movie? you cur- actually, you tricked me. Actually, I love that movie, and I wish I could. I do too. Again. I love that movie. It's a great movie. I love it, too. I don't know if I'd walk an hour and 45 minutes to go see it, though. Well, I didn't intend to walk an hour and 45 minutes. That's true. That's true. That 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 wasn't in the game plan. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Uh. Oh.
And, well, actually, it would have been a lot longer of a walk, but the, the the my friend that I was with, his brother actually came upon us on the road, and he's like, what the fuck are you all doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Great times. Great times. All right, then. Our last one for this pick, uh, because August is a little bit of a gray area as to it's still summer or not. But uh, this is a movie I did not know existed until about three days ago. Uh, but I saw this trailer and I saw this cast and I was like, that looks fun. Um, it has Charlotte Copley. If you don't know the name, don't worry. He's Murdoch from the A-Team or the guy from District 9. Uh, also stars someone you're probably more familiar with, Idris Elba. The movie is called Beast. And the trailer popped up on freaking Instagram of all places. And I was like, oh, what the hell is this? Is that Charlton Copley? What the, what the hell is this movie? How do I not know about this movie? Um, but it looks fun. He's uh, Idris Elba plays a guy taking his daughters to a, a, a um, I think it's a park or a game reserve to, to get some daddy daughter time in, and a giant man eating lion starts stalking him. So Land Jaws, starring uh, Heimdall and uh, uh, New Murdoch. There you go. Or uh, remake of The Ghost in the Darkness. There's um, only one lion instead. Yep. Well, so when I saw the trailer, I thought it was a remake of Cujo with a little bit of Jurassic Park thrown in. Oh, that's a good way to look at it. And the fact that we're all equating this movie to something else that we've seen should tell you all you need to know about this movie. It's true. That's how Hollywood makes movies. Yeah, but the but 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 they're not hiding it well enough. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Because we're all, because all the other movies that we we we've talked about coming out, we're like, yeah, I would see this based on this. I would not see this based on this. Every single one of us on this is like, oh yeah, it's another movie I've already seen. Listen, I I think I can sum it up perfectly with this statement. The trailer had my interest slightly peaked until Idris Elba punched the lion in the face. <laughs> Yeah. As someone who sat through all 90 minutes of The Grey waiting to watch Liam Neeson punch a damn wolf, I am glad this movie delivers on its promise. Yeah. So, Presumably. That's, that's all I mean. Twitch like The Grey was. Yeah. Well, that's, that's all I'm going to say. Like, I was slightly intrigued. And when I say slightly, I mean more than me just saying, oh, look, a preview. I was like, oh, okay. All right. And then he punched the lion in the face, and I went, no, that's okay. I'll pass. I love creature features, and uh, this this has my attention. So I'm going to go see Land Jaws with Heimdall and yeah, Hallie Mad Murdoch. You know, you say that you won't see the Minions Rise of Gru, but I feel like you will. I feel like I'm you... so far behind on Jay. I've only seen the first two Despicable Me's, so I'm I'm way behind on my continuity. You, there is no continuity. They're minions. Sure, there is. There's a timeline and shit. Uh, no, I I uh, saw the first movie. I, I I didn't care for it. I've never seen the ride. I think I've seen part of two because would you need me to watch it? Uh, yeah, I, I, I guarantee you, I will not be seeing Minions: Rise of Gru. 
probably well, won't see DC League of Super Pets until it shows up on HBO, though. I'll be honest. Yeah, well, I, I, I won't be seeing this movie because I don't like creature features. I don't like monster movies. Um, yeah, I just, I don't care. I, this, of all the ones we've talked about tonight, this is the one I would see last on my list. Hey, but, I went and saw a movie called Underwater. Because it had sea monsters in it, so I'm an easy get. Yeah, uh, it was also in 2020, and I was desperate to see any new movie in theaters. So I agree. Yeah. Well, yes, Jay. I refuse to see any movies about lions in Africa that don't have Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas. So well. Got bad news for you. Uh, (laughs) There's a severe lack of Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas in this movie, so I I can't go see it. Okay, then. It's not worth the three-hour drive. It's not worth this whole day without some Val Kilmer. Uphill. There was some Val Kilmer in this. Both ways, in the snow. Mm Mm-hmm. Thunderstorms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had, I mean, like the the theater that I have to go to is so old. There's a man that like lights a torch and takes you through like a cobweb filled tunnel, <laughs> and he's got like one eye and sort of squints the other, and is a little hunchback with a big gray beard. Now that he's is, like, he's like your movie theaters this way. And you get in there and there's folding chairs. And they don't serve popcorn. Is it is it a hand crank projector, Jay? Yep. You can hear it mm-hmm. clicking as the reel goes with, through. With a guy playing a piano because there's no sound on it. Yeah. With his yeah. with his sleeves rolled up and he's got like sleeve garters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's got like a really curly Q mustache. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet the hipsters love that theater. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yes. They're they're always there wearing their bowler hats and their goggles, their steampunk goggles. <laughs> well, hold on now. <laughs> Is it a steam powered projector? You went you you went a whole different direction with that at the end there. <laughs> Anyway, it's, it's a uh, whole are there thing. Any films, are there any films I didn't bring up that anyone wants to talk about? Yeah, Bob's Burgers. I brought that up. I softballed that into you, and you totally just didn't even negged on it. Uh, Megan watches it, Bob's Burgers. I don't. I'm sure she'd want to go see it. If she wants to go see it, then I guess we'll go see it. So there's the trick. If Megan wants to see it, Jay will waste a whole day. Four and a half hour drive there, six hour drive back. Yeah, you I can't drove, take you can't take certain highways at night. It's I dangerous. drove five hours to North Carolina just to go see Top Gun. You also <laughs> saw your family, sir. Hey, well, that was a coincidence. They just happened to be there at the same time. Yeah. And okay. I also <laughs> drove what. 10 hours whatever it was to iowa just to see jay's wedding i'm just saying mm-hmm. 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 you didn't just see my wedding you saw the field of dreams you saw the side of my saw truck the, saw the rim of your tires <laughs> you saw the tire and the rim 
<laughs> he saw all the beverages you consumed within the last three hours. Well, no, that's not entirely true. The last half of those beverages I do not remember seeing. <laughs> <laughs> you saw your dinner inside jokes, for kids. a second time. <laughs> oh, so there you go. There's our summer movie breakdowns. Uh, what me and Scott are going to go see. What Jason's not going to bother driving all day for, uh, and so on. Let us know if there are any we missed. Uh, that should be on the list. Are there are there any we put on here that you're like, why would you even bother talking about that? Let us know. Um, these are only movies coming out in theaters. So if it was if 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 it's something that's streaming only, it was not on the list. So if you're you're yelling at me about that, that's why I didn't make the list. Uh, this is only what you can go see in theaters because it's still the best way to watch movies. And I'll fight you on that. Uh, and with that, I believe uh, that has been your weekly nerd alert. Uh, thanks for wasting your whole day listening <laughs> to our show. <laughs> Six hour drive there, nine hour drive back. <laughs>